Welcome to the PAECT Pod. This podcast shares what is happening within PAECT. We share interviews of members, upcoming events, and tech notes to give you something you can take to your classroom. Join us on the third Thursday of each month. Or catch us anywhere you can listen to podcasts at your leisure. The PACT Pod. We are the voice of EdTech in PA. And beyond. All right. Looks like we're live. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Nice. Mr. Dom Salvucci, how are you doing this evening? Uh, doing okay. Things just got interesting as we were talking here a few minutes ago. We got the live storm alert, went down to the basement where I broadcast from and hanging out with the family. So hopefully we stay, I stay on the air all, all right. So uh, live stream. All right. Well, hopefully nothing bad happens, but you know, if you do have to hop off, we know what's going on. So, all right. Number one thing is safety of family, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm I'm doing well. You know, it's been a been a busy couple weeks. You know, things rolling, uh, gorgeous weather rolling in. You know, I got a beard built for the winter, so the winter's on its way. I love it, and you know, a lot of different events going on. So yeah, life's good. My dolphins could be doing better, but but you know, my classroom's going well. Things are going well. How about yours? How about your classroom? Doing well. We're at the end of the first nine weeks is next week. It's you know for it's flying by. I guess there's nothing to say. It's the blink of an eye. We're at the end of the first nine weeks already. It really is. I, I my, my joke at school is I feel like one day is like the equivalent of two weeks. And even though it feels like we've been in school forever, then you look at the number, you're like, oh, my gosh, we really haven't. But, yeah, a lot going on. But, you know, yeah. I, it's the third Thursday, isn't it? Yes, it is. I think we usually come together for a reason, don't we? Yep. I mean, we thought we were going to do practice, and then all of a sudden, like, wait a second. It's not just practice tonight. It is the real deal. So let's kick it off, man. PACT pod. All right, life's good. Grab some water there. The PACT, follow my word. We get to come together, talk education technology, share tidbit, get to some really awesome people. And it's exciting times. How do you feel about this episode? I like it. Um, I like it a lot. We have some good ideas set up, and uh, I think it's something that'll get our membership moving and more active. Something that some of the things they may not know about. So it's a good way to. Get everyone active. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, for edition, we're episode three, you know, still just in season one. Things are going well. And uh, I know when Dom and I sit down and we talk about things or if we get, you know, feedback from the PACT board or people through Facebook, through Twitter, you know, always taking in ideas. And uh, and one of the things we were talking about was uh, Twitter chats. What, what, what do you, what, what all have you done with Twitter chats, Dom? Uh, we've hosted a few Twitter chats in our region. I've participated in a ton of uh, Twitter chats. We have several going on through PAECT, which we'll talk about tonight. Uh, the first one, the KTI chat, um, that's a great one to get involved in. It's not just for Keystone Technology integrators, innovators, uh, through all the mentors and lead learners, through all the different uh I'm trying to think of versions of KTI that we've had. Um, it's open for any PACT members. And oh, hold on a second. I have I have a message coming in. So for all PACT members and educational stakeholders, I will be right back. I'm going to drop out for a second and take care yep, of this. No problem. All right. As we look, you know, I look at the, the Twitter chats and what's really cool is uh, I've been a bit of like kind of the, like the, hanging out on the sidelines, looking at the Twitter chats, checking out different things. And way back in uh, ISTE, when ISTE was in Philadelphia, 2015, I'll never forget that one of the, the I was telling a story uh, just this summer. I was telling a story to some teachers I was working with. Uh, there's a gentleman uh, called the Cyberary Man, and he's known for setting up all the Twitter lists. And um, so it's pretty cool. You know, he does a lot of cool things. And I happen to be in, in the I happen to be in the elevator with several of the current board members of PACT, several of my close friends. And all of a sudden, 
out of nowhere where, where the elevators get ready to close and he comes to the door. He's got a cape on. And I was like, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, open the door, open the door. It's like like the fanboy moment of the tech, the tech, uh, ed tech sphere. And uh, and it was like he came in, we were chatting with him, everyone laughing. And just this summer, uh, during one of the keynotes, uh, uh Nicole Hill, our, our current PAT, PACT president, actually showed that picture that we had because we did a selfie in the elevator, as you know, any respectable tech geek in education should. And uh, we were able to tell that story, it was pretty funny. He was roaring, he was laughing because you know, a lot of people that do things online, they don't think of themselves in that way but you've been reading their information you've been checking out all their feeds of what all these twitter um accounts are going um so it's pretty wild so so we're gonna switch things up i'm gonna pull in somebody to ask them about their background with twitter chats a little bit not necessarily about what we're doing so we're throwing a curveball to laura Fergazi here so laura hey welcome thank to the you pod. i'm glad to be here all right i know you weren't playing out on early so let's change it up a little bit with these questions so just in okay. general mm -hmm. early in education you know i got the gray you don't so you're early in education so we'll, <laughs> we'll go with that and when what, what was your experience with twitter chats before um well number one if my advice is if you don't have a teacher twitter account to make one because it's one of the best networking and idea generating places out there and teacher twitter is very positive and inspirational so my experience has been the more i participate the more i learn and grow myself so even if i don't feel like in the beginning i didn't feel like i had all the right answers, there aren't right answers. And everybody has something to mm -hmm. share and something of value. And even if you're not feeling confident in what you have to say, um, even just showing up and hearing what other people have to say kind of makes you feel like, all right, I am on the right page. And I've tried that before, gives you ideas of what you wanna try in the future. So um, Twitter chats run pretty similarly, but every time I participate in one, I take something away from it. No, that's awesome. And like. So now let's go back many moons ago. Have you ever been part of a thing called the KTI? The hashtag KTI chat. Have you heard of that only, before? Only like monthly, I think, have I participated in the KTI Twitter chat. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. That's a regular For one. For those of you who don't know, they happen monthly. So she means every time. Every time. Every time. Um, yeah, and yeah. I've been doing that for like four years, you know, maybe I miss a month here or there, but if I can hop on, I will to answer questions and just interact with like-minded people. I think that's one of the most important parts of Twitter is it helps you find your birds of a feather that there might be only one or two of what your job is in your building or district, but then you can connect with people on Twitter all over the country that do those same things. And I have great conversations with people I've never met in real life um, that we only interact through Twitter chats, which is a really awesome opportunity for educators. Yeah. yeah. So to round this out, Dom, I know you were talking earlier about the uh, being a part of Twitter chats and KTI chat. Um, anything else to add before we go to our first uh, our first uh, guest of the day? Uh, no, I mean, I've, you know, participated in them through PACT, um, some other ones. Got a lot of good ideas. Whenever I was first a technology coach, we used Twitter a lot to keep in contact with each other um, back in the CFF days and when Twitter first came out, and it's a great resource. And by the way, everything's okay. It was just, got a couple of phone calls, people checking on us because tornado warnings and stuff, but we're all good right now. Gotcha, okay. All right, we'll keep that in mind. So now here's what we're gonna do. So Laura, thank you. We're gonna be calling to talk specifically about your chat later. So that's our, our, our little bit of a tease uh, that Laura's gonna share about a specific Twitter chat that she's been a part of, and it's really awesome. So thank you, we'll get you back here shortly. All right, so to kick things off, we're going to invite Steigerwald. Now, now, Brad, very busy individual, as many teachers are, wearing multiple hats. So he's actually uh, currently working with, uh, I believe, the band, if uh, I could be wrong with that, and he'll correct me on Twitter. Um, so he wasn't able to make it live with us tonight, but he sent us a video. So what I was really interested in, is we have a thing called, uh, you know, so PACT, the organization, we've been talking about a lot about KTI because it's really just such an awesome program that we truly believe in and we put a lot of weight behind. Um, and he started a thing called the KTI chat, the KT Twitter chat. Have you been a part of those, Dom? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. 
they're they're great, and it brings it keeps the KTI alumni alumnus uh, together, keeps them in contact, and it draws in other PACT members and other educators. Great way to get exposed to PACT and see what we're all about. Oh, definitely. And uh, you know, one thing I was curious about is, you know, what were the beginnings? You know, when did this start? Because we've there's some there's been some uh, Twitter chats that have been going for a long time. And it's always interesting hearing about the history, you know, what really started it, what prompted it. So, so I, I sent, uh, you know, a message out to Brad asking him if he could really kind of give us the, the roots of um, the KTAT and when it started. So let me go ahead and I'm going to pull his video up here. Give me one second. And we'll let you all hear the KTI chat, the Twitter chat that started um, its origins and, uh, you know, how it's been going. Uh, Eric had asked me for the origins of where KTI chat came from, and uh, in short of it, uh, offhanded and somebody pointing it back, back at me. Let me tell the story. So I went to Summit, uh, KTI Summit, for those of you who haven't been there, Summit in 2014. You have of learning, of fun, of making new friends. Um, it, it is the best in service you've ever just inspirational and it lifts you up. Try again, try to restart this and uh, I want to make sure we're not lagging out too much. Hi, Eric and Don. I couldn't be with me for the origins of where KTI chat came from. And um, the long and short of it is it kind of came from, uh, well, an offhanded comment and somebody pointing it back at me. Let me tell you the story. So I went to Summit, uh, KTI Summit. I haven't been there. I went to the Summit in 2014. And if you haven't been there, a whole week of learning, of fun, of making new friends, um, it, it is the best in service you've ever been at, so just inspirational, and it lifts you up. And uh, I met a group of friends that I clicked with that people knew, and they called themselves Team Loudmouth. Um, that wasn't because of me i kind of am sort of a shy person by nature um we had a game night and uh we even made a game out of you know trying to see who could actually get connected to kutztown university's internet that year it was it was a constant game and only a few of us could win every uh session now, uh, at, uh, you know, it, it was inspiring. It was a great week. Uh, you spend all week getting to know everybody and then invariably and, and to an end. And one of the things we did is the whole time we were there, we had back channels. Uh, we used something called Today's Meet at that point. And uh, it was new to most of us. You know, you could just kind of type in and, and comment as the instructor or presenter was presenting. And we also used our Twitter, uh, our Twitter handle for the year, and, and called that out. Um, the other thing that you would have at at Keystone or at Summit was there would be a key, keynote speaker each day. I don't know if that's a pun or not, but there would be. Um, the last day, like I said, we're all kind of sad because this thing's coming to an end, and. Uh, the speaker for the night or for the morning, they had the keynote at the beginning was Michael Golden from uh, uh, from the Pennsylvania Department of Education. Uh, he was no, introduced to us as one of the founding fathers of the Keystones program. Um, now it's called KTI or Summit, but all the names are interchangeable. I believe the first thing it was called the Keystones. 
and he talked about the origins of the of the whole Keystones program and its purpose. Uh, he talked about uh, he talked a lot about Rosie, and he talked about uh, how the uh, uh, how he was look, looking for a way for tech leaders and good teachers to continue to strive. Um, and he used an analogy that stuck with me for, what, seven years now? Um, it was a, his metaphor was of, of flowers or plants in a garden. And sometimes they grow too high. You know, they stick their neck out. And they grow, and they've grown just too high, too fast, and they get pruned. Um, or sometimes they get overgrown. And he said that that was sort of what was going on in teaching. You know, you grow too high, and maybe maybe you get pruned for taking risks. Or maybe you get overgrown by daily issues. Or maybe you get overgrown by, by parents who choke out your roots or other staff or, or even other teachers that, that, you know, will, will pull you down. And he said that the teachers who were overachieving or, or, or even just taking risks or, or doing the best work that they can, they needed a place to meet. So me being kind of a little bit freer with my words at this point uh, in the back channel, I, I said, you know, wouldn't it wouldn't be great if we had some place where we could continue to meet up after Keystones, you know, like a monthly Twitter chat or something. And a lot of the, the, the Keystones from that year piled on that that sounded like a great idea. Well, uh, before I knew it, uh, two of the lead learners, Scott Snyder and Brandon Lutz, uh, looked back at me and said, Hey, Brad, that sounds like a great, great idea. So how are you going to do it? And, uh, well, <laughs> I, uh, never being one to kind of run away from a challenge. I, I tried to set one up the best I could. So uh, since then, I think for seven years, on the first Wednesday of every month at 7 p.m., uh, there has been a KTI chat. It goes for about an hour. Sometimes it goes a little bit shorter. Often we have way too much material and, and then up running right to 8 o'clock, and we end up piling in the last few seconds and then not get through everything that we had planned. It's a different Twitter chat. If you've ever been to a regular Twitter chat, it's not always positive. Sometimes there's a lot of name dropping. Sometimes there's a lot of, uh, you know, why it won't work. But that's not what the, what the chat ended up being. It always had positive ideas. Um, it's always people sharing their ideas. It's always refreshing. Uh, the best example I have is we went through the COVID lockdown and we were still getting people showing up when they're tired and when everyone was, was, was broken after everything that was going wrong, people still showed up every first Wednesday. And I don't know about them, but I looked forward to that. I looked forward to seeing my Keystone uh, my KTI friends, I looked forward to seeing people who weren't telling me about how bad everything was, but looking for how good. And that really is the secret of the Keystone program. And that's the secret of the KTI program. How good can it be? Don't know why it can't be. So back, I just wanted to make sure I thanked the KTI chat moderators, well over a dozen or 15 of them at this point.
I don't do the moderating myself. You know, we we swap off. You know, uh, usually we each do once or twice or even three times a year, but that's the most. Um, we have a meeting in February or March, and we try to lay out the year on what each chat's going to be about. We we try to make sure we line up with any of the PAECT activities that are coming up, like Pete and C or or any special events they're having. And we also try to line up with, with the pillars, the, the four pillars. Um, so I really need to thank the moderators and organizers. They've done a whole lot of work. And it, it is that work and that enthusiasm and that leads to each and every chat being a good, positive experience and a good use of your time every Wednesday at 7 p.m or every first Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, I also want to thank everybody who does participate. I want to thank you for being the best in education. I want to thank them for bringing their joy of life and their positivity to every single chat. I want to thank them most importantly for still looking forward to those new ideas and those new suggestions, being willing to take risks and be willing to share their ideas. Thank you. All right. Good stuff said. I mean, you know, it's really cool. It's a really cool program. Um, yeah, I definitely love everybody who's able to uh, get step in and moderate. It's a, it's a new experience. Have you ever had the, I mean, you said you did some in the, the local region, I believe, right, Don? But have you done yeah. the KTI chat before? I've done the KTI chat. I've never moderated, but I've participated in the chat um, okay just participate it yes and and brad nailed it when he said you know it's it's a way to like rejuvenate recharge yourourself um and you know go into the face-to-face -face meetups the the twitter chats kti events it's a way um i don't say with like-minded people because you have people from various backgrounds and have different thoughts on things and different ways to use technology but you have people who are willing to, as he said, you know, stick their neck out and go above and beyond and try new things and risk risk takers, if you will. And that adds a different energy to the conversation and keeps me as, you know, a teacher who's been around for a long time, rejuvenated and excited about, you know, trying new things in the classroom. I'm picking new ideas and, you know, coming up with new things, new ways to present uh, information I've been teaching for a long time. So it's a great way to, you know, keep yourself young and keep yourself energized for being in the classroom. Yeah, and one of the one of the tips to throw out there, you know, TweetDeck, um, Tweetin is a uh, an app on uh, Windows 10. Um, I'm sure what Don, what, what Twitter account do you, or what what Twitter app do you use that you can kind of search and kind of have it in columns? Uh, do you have I a use Twitter? TweetDeck. Okay, so you use TweetDeck with the, yes. with the Mac as well. Yes. And that's one thing I'm going to throw out there right now is to help you organize. Um, you know, you can set that column up so all that information is coming in because that's one of the things that I think scares people off the most because you're getting a lot of information coming in from Twitter in general, and now you're trying to weed out from the people that I regularly follow or check things out, and I want to just focus on this Twitter chat, so keeping it organized and things of that nature. Um, and I, I only did my first uh, KTI chat just recently, like uh, the, over the summer. And uh, I was all nerved up, but the my tech note that I'm going to share today was something that really helped me out in, in ahead of time. So there's a the little tease for later. Now, not only does PACT have an awesome KTI chat, we do have a very new chat that uh, helps pull together our in-state and out-of-state members. And uh, to talk a little bit about this Twitter chat, we're going to bring Laura back on. You know, she was like the surprise pop in earlier. Um, but she's actually our out-of-state PACT regional director. So we're going to pull her back into the into the pod here. So now officially, Laura, welcome. To the Hi. Pod. Hi, Laura. Hi. All right. So life of the out-of-state PACT regional director. Just before we even get into Twitter chat stuff, because Dom's going to kick that off. How mm -hmm. how has that been? What has your experience been? I guess how what, what's our time frame? You've been the the regional director for that for. Has it been a year? It's been almost two years. I was going to say, has it been a pandemic 50 years? 
right, two years. Okay. <laughs> it's been All almost right. two years. So um, those of you that know me know that I live in central Pennsylvania. I do not live out of state. However, we have a large number of our members who are educators from different states. And so I have the honor to serve as their coordinating director. Um, and I've been in this role for almost two years. So it's been great to get this role kind of up and started and trying to engage our members um, who don't live in Pennsylvania and live all across the state or all across the country. That's awesome. And I know I know uh, when uh, the last, just a couple of years ago, when ISTE was in um, Philadelphia yep. and it was really cool because we had like, you know, we now we have different tiers of membership. You can be premium, you can be free. And we are getting some people that were becoming members from all over because ISTE pulls mm -hmm. people in from all over. And uh, has there been a lot of people that kind of heard about us at ISTE that have then become out-of-state members? Yep. So uh, that's where we got a big surge of people, which um, is where kind of creating this own region, so to speak, came from. And then since then, our out-of-state numbers are continuing to grow, which is great for us to see. And so that means we're reaching people and they're getting involved in PAECT. That's awesome. All right. So let's go. Let's get into full chat mode so we're going to switch up our little setup here and we're going to make sure laura's where she needs oh, wow. to be all right all right dom here we go let's kick it off you kind of already answered my first question but uh make it a two-parter okay. what twitter handle is for out of state because it's a unique one mm -hmm. and um you kind of talked about what what got you moving with the twitter chat what prompted it to become a full-blown twitter chat for out of state okay so number one our our regional uh twitter handle is at O-O-S-P-A-E-C-T for out of state, P-A-E-C-T. And I have an amazing board of educators that help me kind of come up with and plan and run some ideas. Um, people from New York, Delaware, Florida. Um, and one of the things that we talked about was a lot of the regions have face-to-face -face meetups and get-togethers. And with our region being out of state, that was going to be harder for us to do. So we wanted to come up with a steady, this is something that we'll continue to do for not only out-of-state members, but any PAECT members and any educators in general. And we landed on this idea of a Twitter chat. All of us were very heavily involved in Twitter already, could see the power of Twitter chats and wanted to have more opportunities for our members to connect. Um, a number of us already participate in the monthly KTI chats and see how successful that can be and rejuvenating, um, especially now when we need to kind of fill our cups back up after long, stressful days of work. So we planned the PAECT chat. So it is kind of run by the out-of-state region, but it's for all members and all future members to participate. Um, and so we have been running our Twitter chats uh, every month for over a year now. Actually, November will be our one-year Twitter chat anniversary. Right. That's yeah. awesome. What uh, I know, like Brad talked about, the first Wednesday they do the KTI chat. We Dom and I seem to somehow get together the third Thursday of every month. When would the out-of-state uh, Twitter chat be? We're gonna fall right in between those two. We are the second Thursday of the month. So the second okay. Thursday of the month, we wanted to give space for the KTI chat to happen and then also be consistent. So our chats are the second Thursday of every month. They run from 8.30 to 9 p.m., which I know might be a little bit later um, if we have some early bedtimes, but we wanted to make sure that we could include our Central and West Coast people as well. So our chat is half hour, 8.30 to 9 Eastern time. So um, real quick, mm -hmm. we're wrapping this up with things. Um, we get a sneak peek for what's going on for next month for November. Sure. What's your topic's going to be? Yes, you can. So in November, we are super excited to have Holly Woodard join us. Um, her book has recently just been released, Hacking Flex Teaching. And she, we are going to base questions around some of her chapters. And Holly's going to be on there guest moderating and interacting with the members. Um, you do not already had to have purchased the book or read the book. Um, we'll be talking about some of the titles in the chapters and just how we can connect to those 
um, different topics. So we're super excited to have Holly on and continue to connect with our members. I know she's gotten a lot of love on Twitter for this book. I highly recommend it. But again, even if you ha don't have it or haven't read it, you can come to the chat and learn a lot of great tips. That's great. Uh, that's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, I think I think I may have been involved in some of her early tweets. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> she's awesome. So let's talk about the Twitter chat specifically. What's been a positive uh, thing that's come from the Twitter chat? Maybe for you, your members. What do you think? I think for us as a team, we love seeing um, like new people come in every month that either some of us know or don't know. So just seeing how the message is getting out there to people and who comes and joins us. And then we also love our repeat members who show up every month to connect and always have great things to share. Um, I mentioned this earlier, but no matter what Twitter chat I participate in, or even these ones that I help plan and run, I learn something every single time. So it's like a little bite-sized PD that you can come and get information or strategies from that you can turn around and use in your learning space the next day. And we love to just empower our educators to share their voices for the successful things they have going on, showcase the awesome things that their students are doing. And it's just something that has kind of made us excited and we want to continue to do that for our members that's awesome and especially pulling people in from all over um and i know uh you so you have members of the board that are out mm -hmm. of state what 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 uh what areas you know this is off the cuff this wasn't a question i gave her ahead of time like what uh what states or what areas would maybe those board members be from just curious so um we have a couple from new york state um, Delaware and Florida are where my board serves. And then we've had people join our chats from Georgia, Alabama, Texas. So people that we know or don't know are seeing it somehow and getting on that chat and participating with us. So we're really excited about that. And Pennsylvania too. Um, one thing that I do want to leave. Share, uh, I'm good. Sorry, um, that we do because I know um, myself included, I could know that a Twitter chat's happening and then whatever happens between school and that time, um, I could get busy and forget. So one thing that we've tried to do is also give a preview of our questions and our question times. So if the time zones don't line up or if you know you're gonna be busy that night but you still wanna get some ideas and share and then see how people are interacting, we give a preview of our questions. So um, you can use an app or a program like Tweet TweetDeck, which you both said you use, I do as well. And you can actually schedule your tweets to go on Twitter at a certain time. So if you know you're going to be busy, but you still want to participate, you can answer all those questions and schedule them to be released in the time that the chat is happening. And a number of people participate that way as well. Yeah, and you could also go back through and, you know, after the fact, if you're using one of those uh, yeah. websites or apps, I think that's a great point, too. You don't have to be live to still participate. You know, if you see a question that either sparks an interest or you have a great thing to share, use the hashtags provided in any Twitter chat. Ours is hashtag P-A-E-T-T -T chat and put it out there and people will see it and be able to interact. So we also have had people respond to some of our posts from after the fact, and we love to hear those voices, too. And I do believe uh, PACT.org forward slash calendar. Um, you know, I think all of us are working harder at making sure we get all of our events and items published and put on there. So that would be some place for people to check. I see it has like the, the PACT Twitter, PACT Twitter chat. And, uh, you know, so that's even there too. And that's something you can access by becoming a free member and getting your account set up. Um, and then just in general, if you do follow, I know, I believe I've seen it a few times on, you'll push it out on Facebook. Is there a specific Facebook page for the out-of-state? Yep, it's just P-A-E-C-T out-of-state. You can search for it and find it. So we have a Twitter um, account, we have an Instagram account, and a Facebook page as well. Amazing stuff. Yep. So I Anything to add, Dom? My team's the no. best. <laughs> that, that was very thorough. <laughs> we hit, we hit the, we hit the uh, information. I think we had a lot of information out to everybody tonight. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, members can benefit from this. 
And I say, if you don't have a Twitter, okay. make one now. It's never too late to uh, get on there and learn. And it's at O-O-S-P-A-E-C-T, correct? And that would be the yes. Twitter handle? Yep. So uh, even if you're not part of our region, follow that because that's where you'll see all the updates. I know our, our other regional accounts like to retweet and share as well, but the questions get shared from this account. Awesome. And, and you know, when you become a free member of PACT, you'll be uh, put into our email. Uh, you'll get uh, our newsletter once a week. You'll get information about the different Twitter chats that are coming out. And again, following the different Twitter handles, if you, you just don't want to Go onto the website and join. That's fine. Um, different avenues you can do. And then if you want to step it up and get access to other events, uh, we have uh, a, a premium tier that you can do for $35 for the year. Now, was there was the great book share? Is that something you guys were talking about? Yeah, we did that last night, actually. That was. That All right, was you want to talk about our, that? Yeah, that was one of our first events as a region. And so we had um, a number of people get on and share some of their professional book recommendations and just leisure reads. So it was pretty um, informal, but yet super informative at the same time, because everybody walked away with just a list of future reads that they could add to their like wish lists. That's awesome. And all the out-of-state people were able to participate because, you know, the beauty of technology, we're able to do so much these days. We really we're all are. super good at Zooming. So we just <laughs> hopped right on Zoom and had a great conversation. Oh, that's awesome. Got a, uh, got a little shout out. That's, that's my secretary for I said, I, we have the best team. She said we are though. <laughs> uh-huh. True that. We'll give you that one. We'll give you that one. Sure <laughs> we'll give you that one. When we sit around the board table, we'll have, we're have we not competitive at all. We're not competitive <laughs> at all. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate you being here, Laura. I appreciate you sharing. And, you know, I appreciate you stepping up to, mm -hmm. um, you know, be a voice for all the out-of-state members of PACT at the at the table when we're having discussions. And, you know, upcoming, we've got Pete and C and a lot of exciting things coming. And so, yeah, thank you so much for your service. Yes, thank you for it. having me tonight. I look forward to thank Twitter you. chatting with you and all of our members um, in a couple weeks. Second Thursday of every month. There you go. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Yep. All right. Have a good night. Good See night. You. Dude, PACT is doing a lot of stuff, man. Yes. Doing a so lot of great stuff. Put a plug in for Southwest Region coming up on uh, November 16th. We're going to be at the TechWorks Playground down in Homestead, PA, for a face-to-face -face meet and geek, 4.30 p.m. on. We're going to spend a couple hours at TechWorks. Um, some hands-on playing around with robots and other uh, STEAM, STEM challenges. And then we're going to have a little social hour afterwards. So if you're oh, that's in awesome. the Southwest region, go to PACT.org and sign up. All right. Well, I do believe we have a bit.ly for this. So let me pull that up. This is our Spark page that we do. And right, let's see here. All right, so bit.ly forward slash all caps P-A-E-C-T, all lowercase events, E-V-E-N-T-S. And if you go there, you can scroll through in our events are listed. So as Dom shared, his uh, um, uh, the Southwest uh, Meet and Geek is there. Okay, now, so we might have known to add that information because obviously you have more specific things set up, nailed down. Yeah. Um, I guess, so did the date change on that? Yes. All right, we had scheduling that. conflicts we had to at the location, so we had to adjust it. Yep. So then the other thing they could do is they can go to the PACT events calendar, and you're you're more than welcome to check things out there. Um, and then just to highlight, you know, South Central's got the Tech and Treats coming up. Uh, we're going to be in Lancaster, PA, hosted at the Hive. Uh, so we're going to be feeding you some Panera and uh, some soup and sandwiches, and going to have a good time there. We've got the Halloween Murder Mystery, October twenty eighth. I know we're still. Where we need to have a certain amount of members signed up, we are still seeking members. I know yes. speaking with uh, um, North Central, they definitely need to get some more members in order for them to actually be able to host that event. So the murder mysteries are fun. We did one last year and it was fantastic. Um, yeah, very good. We just don't have enough people signed up, um, and we don't want to have to cancel it. But you know, if we don't get the members to participate, we're going to have to, you know bow out of this one hopefully we don't hopefully we get the people signed up and 
interacting with us. Yep. So like I said, just to, again, just to show the PHT website, you go in here, you can go to the news and events, hit the PHT calendar. I look at the events that are going on and as things fill. And then we also, again, we, we update that spark page as the regional directors, just to keep everybody uh, in touch with the different things that are going on. So this takes us to a pretty cool spot of our day where we get to talk a little bit about some tech geekery, you know, where, you know, there's a heck they, they call it techtober. There's been cell phones announced like crazy. We got tablets, we've got computers, we've got unbelievable stuff on the horizons. A lot, a lot of really cool stuff just, um, that's happening in the technology world, but then pulling it into the educational technology world. Uh, what is it that you want to share about on your tech note tonight? Dom? I will go ahead and share your screen for you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, People were asking about the quizzes um, spreadsheet, how to make the uh, quizzes from a Google Sheet or an Excel spreadsheet for those of you that are Microsoft. Um, I pulled the template up. figured I'd show it to you. It's easier to show you than it is to try and explain it through words. Um, if you take a look at it, if you Google um, quizzes uh, templates, it'll pop up and it's on the quizzes blog. They give you an Excel spreadsheet you could download, push it out in the Google Docs, and you don't have to do any editing. Uh, it's set up. You have the question text in the first column, your A column. Type in your question. They're pre-formatted, so you want to um, just type over their sample choices. Go down as to what question type you have. You have the option of a multiple choice checkbox, fill in the blank, open-ended, polling questions. Then they give you... Uh, you need at least two answers, but you can go up to five if you so choose. Um, and those are columns C through G as you guys are taking a look at this on the screen. You can set the number of seconds for each question. To, oh, excuse me. H is a correct answer. And you either put like what, uh, what option, one, two, three, or four, or um, leave blank for open-ended, poll, fill-in-the-blank questions. It's fairly self-explanatory. The time needed for... Uh, seconds for the amount of time the kids have for answering the questions. And you can pull in image links. What I do with my students, I talk about um, fair use and show them how to find images. Um, they can lesson within the lesson when my students are, are doing these for points in my class. I let them build their own reviews, but I show them, you know, the proper way to search for images and fair use, explain that and what they have to do to get pictures put in to the uh, quizzes, and then I always add at the end, I just add, you know, type in your name so I know who did the work without having to go into the background of the form. But it's a nice little way to have students um, build their own reviews. And when I'm done, I just, you know, copy and take this copy and paste it into uh, quizzes. There's an option within quizzes that you can pull from a spreadsheet. And I just pull that information or I'll dump the students after I get their information. I'll dump their names off. I'll erase that and upload. Um, this is a CSV file. And they do the work. They do the heavy lifting. I turn it into a quizzes. And they get points. And it helps them, you know, by asking questions. And they have to do some extra thinking to set up the quizzes. And, and you know, what are some good um you know, distracting answers, what is the correct answer, are they wording it right, and it helps, you know, get a little deeper into the learning process on their end. Hmm. So, it's I love tool. that too. Not not only is that a tool for you to use, but then even turning it around and having the students use it to create some things, I like that. And you get a little bit, of, you get a little bit of, uh, you know, extra lessons with, you know, why they have to get permission to use photos and how to go about you know, searching for uh, fair use, you know, open source or uh, approved, you know, permission videos or picture files. So, and it's something I think we have to keep revisiting with students is the fair use policy and all that fun stuff. That's no, awesome. What are we going to talk stuff. about tonight? Sorry. All right, oh, you know, no. Nah. <laughs> Good. As I say, what, what are you going to talk about? I, say, I know you had some ideas. We were kind of bouncing around. I didn't know what you settled on for the evening. I don't want to say settled Yeah, on. you know. Present to I, us. You know, it's tough to pick one thing, you know, when you really love doing what you do and pulling a lot of stuff in. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I've been like throwing in a lot of teases, a lot of different things going on today. So 
So here's your interesting story. So I'm going to be talking about something that I heard about at PNC back in 2007. So PNC is coming up February 6th through 9th and a little teaser that we're going to be um, doing a little preview, a little conversation about this next month on the PACT pod um, and also pulling in a little bit with uh, a, a program that's near and dear to our hearts called Goose Chase. And uh, But back in 2007, I, I was in the audience and I'm listening to the different keynotes and the one keynote has uh, had, um, I think he still has the title, uh, my favorite title. He is a tech evangelist. He gets to go around and share his love of tech. And this was for a specific company. And um, and it was so cool listening to a talk because he's a way, way back former uh, Mac, uh, former Apple employee. And he shared a couple stories about Steve Jobs. And uh, so his name is Guy Kawasaki. He's got a great podcast out. Phenomenal, phenomenal individual. And he was talking about a little program called Canva. So way back in 2007, heard about this program called Canva. And this thing has only gotten better. Um, not only, you know, I'm showing it here in the web browser. They now have a Windows app. I believe the Mac app's running. They've got on every platform, everywhere you are, they are. Um, it is phenomenal. And uh, so Canva is a program free for educators. You can even do, uh, use it in your classroom and set up a classroom where students are creating infographics. They're pulling that information. I teach uh, math and we're doing stuff with ratios. They'd be able to pull some stuff in, you know, create some different products, um, whether it be poster, uh, they can like, you know, they can go click on social media. They can set it up, look, make it look like something for Instagram, uh, you know, and even just the awesome built-in categories here with video presentations, uh, Instagram posts. And as you scroll down, you know, they can just go to blank stuff and really use their creativity. Um, but what I'm going to open is, we you know, tying in that KTI chat, I had the honor of doing some work with the KTI crew and uh, moderating one of their chats. And I, you know, I felt pretty good that I got um, some accolades as far as the work that we did as far as setting up our questions, um, you know, made it look like it's a pop-up and Greg Macer and myself were moderating and just made it look like it was popping up on your phone, just, you know, being geeky, funny, and um, had the different items in there. and Every question, you know, I had the KTI logo and the question would be in the center. It's animated. It's, you know, they're able to pull in the, create the, the GIF or the, um, I think sometimes it pulls down as the MP4 for the files to share on Twitter and Facebook and just livens it up a little bit. All the questions were able to be created in that. And honestly, uh, you know, you, you look at a couple other items other than kind of creating the two different um, Keystone logos, really a lot of it, you're just pulling in and stuff's pre-made for you and it really makes you feel pretty good. And and the cool thing is I'm working on the computer and, oh, I got to run up. There's dinner, doing stuff with the family. I'm able to just pop it open on my phone and continue, add a couple things on my phone while I'm there working. Um, so it's been pretty cool. And I've been able to pull some things in for the PACT pod, our background, um, our little uh, picture we're using uh, for our little thumbnail for YouTube, for Facebook and different things. Um, it, it's been pretty versatile. It's been a, a pretty cool tool in the tool belt. Have you had any experience with Canva? Not in a while, and this is something that I do need to revisit and take a look at again because, um, yeah, I fiddled around with it way, way back, but it has grown and become more powerful, and I need to really get back to this because this is something that adds a lot of value. Uh, not just, it's you know, it's useful value, I should say. You know, it's not just to pull attention, but it's, like you said, use it on any platform, lets you work um, and add to add and ramp up your presentations and such. So something definitely, that definitely and, benefit. And it's even great. We use it at PACT. Um, so for nonprofits, they offer a lot of tiers, you know, a lot of uh, premium features for free. And what's been great is we could even set up our color coding that everything matches. And when people are pulling in green, it's a certain type of green or the reds to kind of match all the keystones. You know, I'm able to pull in our logo uh, to be able to apply it to do with many things. So um, just, you know, a lot of positive things about the program, um, you know, and again, the, the next step that really like kind of how Don was sharing, taking that template that was created for teachers, but pushing it out, letting the kids create, because we all know that's the best form of education, having them create the things and, and, and uh, you know, I call it apply and let dry, um, but having them use that. So now, you know, really pulling in uh, and having the students create, uh, use their, have the Canva classroom 
and then they can go in and make some infographics. So in science, I do a lot with graphs and charts, and I've been really kind of uh, contemplating how to be able to pull it in and have them jazz it up even more. Um, Google Sheets does a pretty good job with making charts, but I'm sure Canva can do some pretty awesome things. So, so that's my tech note of the day. That's awesome. All right, a lot of really good stuff. So, uh, so I, I gave a little tease in November. We've got Pete and C preview coming up. We're going to be talking some goose chase. And uh, Dom and I are going to do the best we can to work on digging up some, some good, uh, valuable, and uh, hopefully something you can turn around and use the next day tech notes uh, for your classroom. Go see if I can go back in the way, way back machine or uh, try something new that I'm just fiddling around with. Most definitely. All right. Well, you know, Dom, it's been a great, almost a, almost a full hour. It's been great on uh, Facebook, Twitter. We're on uh, YouTube, kicking some stuff here. Oh, a late little comment there, Jessica, about Canva. Oh, she loves it. Students uh, show what they know from math to social studies. Good stuff. Always appreciate people listening. Yeah. giving us their thoughts because PACT can't be an awesome organization without great teachers. And the pod is the same way. We can't be, you know, a great uh, podcast, a great video cast. If we don't have people, you know, sharing their ideas, it's not just about Dom and I. Um, so if you're interested, feel free to reach out pod at PACT.org. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, if you have ideas for a show, feel free to hit us up. And if you don't have time, you're not watching the YouTube videos. We are also on many major podcasting platforms anchor.fm uh we're on itunes and such spotify yet yeah we are we are kicked out to anywhere they want to listen to a podcast sir they they can listen to us definitely please uh, as they say on all the big podcasts please uh like and subscribe download then undo and do it again rack up our numbers (laughs) because again you know whatever whatever comes in goes to uh, pact which then comes out to help advance ed tech in, uh, in, in Pennsylvania and out of state and uh, to do what we can to help teachers all around, the, all around the state. So thank you so much for that. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think we'll make sure uh, to thank our sponsors here in a second. And, yes. you know, I just want to let everybody know I really, I truly appreciate you, you being with us tonight, listening in the future if you are. And uh, I know um, Brad's video was cutting out a little bit, so we'll make sure to try to clean that up in the post for the, uh, different video, or we'll just make sure we put it onto the website so people can check that out. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for participating. You know, PACT strength is from the membership, and you know we need you guys to be a strong organization, and you make this happen. So we appreciate that greatly. Well, thank you uh, for letting PACT be the voice of EdTech in Pennsylvania. Here's our sponsors. Thank you to our sponsors. <laughs>